0: To go. Welcome to Race Time Radio. You'll hear from the best in Canadian U.S. racing this week. Grab a cold one and stick around. Uh, you're good. they got a car in the wall. The Starter Tower has signals.
1: We're ready to roll. It's Race Time Radio and it starts right now. Here's your
2: host, Joe Chisholm.
1: one.
2: And good evening. Welcome everyone to another edition of Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks, and hello to absolutely everybody out there tuned in on Rev TV Canada. Sure glad you could stop on by. Uh, I'll tell you, we got a dandy lineup for you tonight. you got to know that Speed Weeks is well underway at New Smyrna Speedway tonight, is night number three at the big track, and uh, things are just firing off like you wouldn't believe. It's been a good speed week so far for us Canadians and the different competitors that we've got down south competing. i got to tell you, night number one driver from Nova Scotia in that 08 car we heard from him before, Nicholas Noggle, started that one off on the pole for night number one, came away with a fourth-place finish, Learned a bunch, and I'll tell you, Nicholas is having one of those years. Watch, watch, he's going to end up in victory lane. And I wouldn't doubt we're going to have a real serious shot at the championship with Nicholas Noggle. But uh, let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. We got Nick coming up, uh, all live from New Smyrna Speedway. We got Glenn Styers coming up. Glenn has been super busy on dirt. Leading up to the World Series of Asphalt Star Car Racing, so he is going to join the show tonight, we have scheduled Norm Newman in the modified, the number 11. He is in the pits, he's right along the front stretch, but he texted me moments ago, said, man, we got major issues, Joe, don't know whether I can do it. So we will find out if Norm joins us tonight. We'll also hear from Chris Lawrence. How about Chris? Him and his buddy Wade are down there with a couple of four-cylinder cars. They're having a blast. Uh, Wade comes away with a second-place finish last night. In those four-cylinder cars, we're going to catch up with Chris. And I am uh, i would imagine Wade ain't too far away from him. So hopefully we got them all both on at the same time. We've also got Tracy Hoskins. Uh, Tracy, always our in-race reporter. She's at New Smyrna. She's at the Snowball Derby. She's at all of those tracks down there. And whenever Tracy's there, she gets us the information we need to know. And Tracy is going to join us tonight on the show. But what do you say we get to that first guest, shall we? He has been incredibly busy, led the field to green, night number one in the super late models at New Smyrna Speedway, the 58th running of the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. Isn't his first trip around that place, and it won't be his last. Let's welcome him in. We got Nicholas and I go, What's going on there, Nick? How you doing, buddy?
3: Good. How's it going to yourself, Joe?
2: Fantastic. Hey, congratulations. Pull night number one. You had a good run, man. Yeah, no, it
3: was it was definitely a nice shock to get it. Get on the pole the first night but it was a good morale boost for my team that's for sure
2: oh yeah now especially with the new car right uh you know listeners may know uh from being tuned in that you have a new piece under you but not everybody will know that uh definitely the competitors found out nick you got some speed in that oh
3: yeah it was nice me and dad came down here about three weeks ago and started with a chassis and built us a new fury car so Bring it out night one, be quick, and be running up front for the lead. It was uh, it was pretty cool. We're still looking for a little bit more speed, but that's what this week's all about.
2: So night number one, you lead the field to green, and what a stout field, I might add, is super late. It doesn't matter what class this year at the World Series. They're all stout by the look of it. But you lead the field to green. Uh, Caution comes out lap 17, and at that point, you still had the lead of the race. Uh I happened to notice, Nick, that you just got up just a little bit on that one lane. And sure enough, those guys railed you, got underneath. And uh, it's tough to get back down. If you get up there, that's kind of no man's land just yet, right?
3: Yeah, no, that's for sure. That was what we were fighting. The car was just a hair tight. Uh, We knew that going into it, but it seemed to be working. Uh, Me and Jack Nolan were racing pretty hard for the lead there for a bit. And he was burning his brakes up, but. Unfortunately, with these 35-lap races, it doesn't have enough time to show what you're saving, what you're doing, but it was good. Like I say, we started up front and ran up front and uh, got tangled up there a little bit midway, and unfortunately, it drifted us back, but I I was still very happy with the the car we bought.
2: Oh, I I wouldn't doubt it, Nick. You can see that you guys were going hard at it. Nice piece, too. You'd never know that it's a brand-new car because it looks brand-new, but your cars always look brand-new.
3: Yeah, no, we definitely, uh, we, we've, we've settled in on a scheme that we really like. It's very simple, but it, it allows us to keep the cars looking fresh all the time. And, uh, I'd say it, it's a whole package. You got to keep everything looking nice and keep morale up and keep all your maintenance up. And once it all comes together, someday it'll, uh, it'll definitely prevail.
2: Well, Nicholas Sinago comes to us live from the garage area at New Smyrna Speedway. He's going to compete again tonight. At the World Series, Nick, how's the day been going? Uh, you're not just there with one car, man. you got two. Your uh, super late model, your pro late model. Have you been volleying back and forth? What's today been like for you?
3: Yeah, no, we we were trying to keep a focus on the super late model. Yesterday, the supers were off, so we practiced and qualified the pro late. But uh, that's really supposed to be a backup car. And I know tomorrow's or Tuesday's ASA race is going to be quite interesting, to say the least, So i wasn't too apt to run it and have a chance of tearing it up but uh today it was again another focus on the uh super late last night having to run the tour mods it tightened the track up a bunch and then we had all the cars start piling in for that asa race there's 40 something high 40s i think registered to run so it uh it, it's been a busy day just trying to find that little bit of speed getting everything loosened back up because all that tour rubber but uh I think at the very end of that last practice, we started to get on to something, and I'm pretty excited to go qualify the car.
2: Yeah, I bet. Qualifying comes up at 6 p.m., so we're not going to hold you up very long because I know you'll be chomping at the bit to get behind the wheel of that O eight car. 08 uh, car ready to let her rip there tonight at New Smyrna. Uh, what's it feel like? The, the weather so far, Nick, has been cooperating. Uh, it's nice and warm. Kind of feels like July at Riverside, I would imagine.
3: Yeah, the first two days weren't too bad, but I'll tell you, Joe, today was a hot one. We were all standing down there trying to find any lick of shade we could get. The cars were running hot. It's it's definitely nice and sunny, but it's made for a hot, greasy track.
2: Yeah, yeah. and that sometimes can add too much excitement. Uh, Nick, when the sun goes down, and it's gonna, uh, when it sets down, uh, how much does that track change at New Smyrna Speedway? Does it change a bunch
3: Uh, I'd say today will be the the biggest change day because as it's gone on, people have worn that modified rubber off. That's that tightens it up a bunch, but, uh, it's been hot. It's been slick. It's been, it's all over the place today. And when the sun goes down here tonight, no one's on the track. I guarantee it'll tighten back up for us. And then come race time, who knows what it'll be, but that's all the fun of this week. I haven't come down here for the last couple of years. You start to learn what to expect and, uh, Hopefully, it's not too much of a surprise for us.
2: Yeah, well, it'd be pretty hard to knock your rate right off your game. I can guarantee that. You've seen pretty well everything that that place can throw at you, and sometimes a little bit more than that. Uh, do you got any teammates out there? Is there anybody that uh, you know you can come in and bounce stuff off of? Or Nick, are you on your own?
3: I mean, we're, we're definitely here as our, on our own this year, just doing our own things, but I've had a little bit of help. Tony Erie came in and gave us a little bit of help. It's nice to bounce some ideas off him. And over the years, I've made a few good friends around here. So you see him a passing and a little note here or this or try this or so there's, there's a little bit of sharing going on. But as everyone else, we're trying to keep carrots close to our chest and. Hopefully get on to something that no one else can figure
2: out. Yeah, everybody will tell you what you need to know about a week and a half from now. They'll give you all exactly. the information. Uh, and that's the same as you, Nick. You wouldn't divulge too much. Uh, you'd want somebody to stay in control, but you definitely don't want them to be a roadblock out there. Uh, uh, it's going to be quite a night. 35 laps for the Supers tonight in the uh, at New Smyrna Speedway, night number three. Uh, what's your thoughts heading into this one? Is qualifying going to be huge or do you put a lot of emphasis on it tonight?
3: Yeah, no qualifying will be just as important tonight. It's, it's definitely going to be important to start up front. Unfortunately, with this place, the air becomes such a big issue that once everyone gets single filed out, you kind of race in your own little groups. So you want to be in that first one for certain. Uh, It'll, it'll be stressful, but that's the point of this week. Like I say, we come down here. I know I'm not that strong at qualifying. So, going out there and getting every chance I can to go make those two laps and get better and just have fun. That's, that's the biggest goal of this week. So like I say, I'm looking forward to it.
2: You know, I look back to night. Number one, watching the race intently. Uh, and you can do that race fans. If you're not down in the New, New, New Smyrna beach area, uh, you can always tune into these races all live. All nine nights are covered on flow racing. Uh, just pick up a subscription and believe me when I say you will absolutely love it. Night number one, it was a little bit of a challenge. They had some difficulty getting things all dialed in. But all the problems are fixed now. And uh, the broadcasters, second to none, they're they're doing a great job. Nick, when I look back to night number one, and that caution coming out as mentioned on lap 17, uh, you got to the outside, guys got by you. And I thought, oh, man, he's going to sink like a stone now because he's on the outside. But uh, on that restart, Nick, you're the real deal. You come right back at Jet Nola and and going right after him. It kind of looked like you were going to get that spot back.
3: Yeah, I know. And the unfortunate part, only running down here part-time, I really don't know who I'm racing with. You don't know how they're going to act, what's going to happen. So I just tried to do my best to stay up on them and wait for something to happen. And unfortunately... After that restart there, we were. We were up battling with Jet. Me and him had kind of checked out. and We got together there a little bit, and it allowed the other two to come past us. But uh, there was definitely some strategy there. I knew the outside would be faster, but I also knew I didn't really want to give him the opportunity to try and slide us up on that first corner. So did everything I could to make the bottom work, and I was real happy with the car.
2: Well, you dialed it in, and that's cool. That's the way to have it. Let's talk pro late model because you're doing double duty. Uh, and you're not going to be on the schedule every night, as mentioned, with the super late model. You'll pull that pro late model out. How is it reacting to everything? And is that the car we normally see up here in Nova Scotia when you're at home?
3: Yeah, no, that's my home car with a few changes. And uh, we took it out last night for the first time since we rebuilt it and put a total of maybe 10 laps onto it. But I, I was pretty content with it. We missed the gear a little bit in qualifying and still managed to get a seventh out of it, so... I'm pretty excited to get in that car once this ASA race is over and turn a couple laps and looking forward to running the 100 lapper at the end of the week and seeing what we have. It's a completely different animal around this place, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, big difference between the super late model and the pro late model, right? Is it uh, more than just horsepower that we're seeing or uh, what is it like to pilot both?
3: So, I mean, you're talking almost 200 horsepower less going around this place and it's it's a lot more than that from a driver's aspect and the prolet model you have to keep it free and yeah, they're a momentum car it's like driving a bandolero all over again because you go out there and it's three or four laps before you make a fast lap because you just keep getting faster and faster and it doesn't have the horsepower to drive it down in the corner and pivot and get back to it you do have to keep it smooth and Make sure not to spin the tires or make the nose push. It's, it's a very finesseful car. Whereas the super, it's very angry. It's, there's a lot going on there. You can pile it down into the corner, use a lot of brake, and then you know, you have the horsepower to power back up and get under a guy if you
2: have to. So the choose rule is in effect at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, we've seen it uh, over the couple nights that we've seen the races happening. Uh, do you take the high side? Do you take the, the bottom, uh, paint the line around the bottom? Cause I believe you did two different scenarios when you were out there.
3: Yeah, it's, it's really dependent on what's going on. I'm not a guy that really cares one way or the other. It's just kind of what's going to be the most advantageous for us. If we can gain a couple positions freely on the shoes, we'll take it and then sort it out from there. But you definitely try and figure out where your car is working best and not worry so much about everyone else and do what you have to.
2: Yeah. Get out there and get the job done. I I love the high side at new Smyrna from a spectator perspective. It looks like if you can get it wound up and you're hooked up up there, you can make up a lot of ground. Everybody is down low. They want to stay down low and try and get down below you. And that's normally when we have those yellow lights going all the way around the track. But, uh, Hey, it's been super so far, Nick. Uh, it looks like you're having a good time.
3: Yes, Joe. No, it's definitely... I, I can't thank everyone enough that lets me come down here and do this. Like I say, my mom, my dad, my girlfriend, they put up with me all the time, all the hours in the shop and getting ready, and all my sponsors, Brighton Construction, Mobile One, Conway Customs, uh, Axair, uh, McDonald Automotive. Uh, like they just it, it's, it's an amazing experience to come down here every year and just have a blast and that's what it is. It's it's truly just fun to come down and race for nine nights straight.
2: Well, I'll tell you, it would look kind of cool to see one of those uh, little flags they put up on the driver window. As a feature winner, I can feel it, Nick. It's coming. This is the week.
3: Yes, sir, Joe. No, I, we're definitely trying for all it's worth. And I, I agree. After night one, I think we're we're very close. We're competing against some of the best of the best in the country, but... I definitely think we're right there with them.
2: That 29 car in the pro models, man, that thing is straight as a pin. And does it go like a bullet? Holy.
3: Yeah, Yeah. no, we watched that race there last night. And it's amazing how, how fast that car can get out of the hole and keep running. And I definitely think that he has something for the rest of the field, but, we're going to hopefully show up and see if we can't sync up the show later in the week.
2: <laughs> You're going to. I can guarantee it. Freddie Bannister. You know Freddie. He's out there in, in, uh, on Canada's East Coast. I said, uh, hey, I got uh, I got Nick coming up right off. He's going to lead us to green tonight. He said, you tell him, go, buddy. Go. Get on it. He'll be watching every laugh, as everybody will be, Nick. This is going to be good.
3: Yeah, no, I can't thank everyone enough for all the support. I've been getting an in pour of tons of messages, everyone watching and keeping a close eye. And like I said, I can't thank everyone enough for all the support. It definitely feels like we got all of Canada behind us.
2: That's the way to have it. Nicholas Noggle, watch for him, not only in the super late model, but watch for him in the pro late as the week all unfolds. Nick, go to it. Good luck. And uh, you got to know we're all with you, man.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you a lot for having me on the show again, Joe.
2: You betcha. Nicholas Noggle, all live from his pit area, right at New Smyrna Speedway. Night number three is up tonight. Now, for That's the Serious XM listeners, of course, Rev TV airs Tuesday night from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, Uh, so tonight won't be night number three, but however, the races will be going on Tuesday night. The big one, the ASA stars are all coming to town and uh, that they'll be doing their 200 lap race. The modifieds were last night, uh, 200 laps, got the season underway. Ronnie Silk goes to victory lane. What a race. Just amazing. And we got all of that still to come and more throughout the course of this week. We're going to hit a quick break when we come back. I'm hoping that we're going to have Glenn Stiers on here We're going to be able to talk dirt racing. He has been on fire on dirt this last uh, 10 days or so. And now he switches gears, gets into his pro light model at New Smyrna Speedway. He's going on asphalt. He's starting tonight. We're going to talk to Glenn on the other side of this break. uh, We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Hello, I'm Donald
4: Tisch from uh, Bois-Châtel, Quebec, Canada. We're glad to be in the uh, U.S. today and uh, to race on the uh, New Nice And uh, we will say thanks for all the fans to be here tonight. And uh, right now we're uh, listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening
0: to Canada, to Canada Talks.
2: Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Quickwick Firestarters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a quick, quick fire starter. For over 30 years, quick, quick fire starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance.
1: Dad, what
2: was that? Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven. Dad,
0: what
2: was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick, quick, fire starters. (laughs) The world's best fire starter. (laughs) This is NASCAR
1: champion Brian Blaney, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., Brad Keselowski. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? It's a place to talk about your favorite sport. You know,
5: I renew my
4: subscription. It never comes off this channel. The whole day is awesome. It's a place to hear from the biggest names in NASCAR.
1: Joey Logano, what are you doing? I got the Sirius XM set up at my house so I can jump on more often.
4: Joey, I want to first thank you for doing this. This is awesome for the fans.
1: It's a trusted source for breaking news.
4: Major stories today, my friends. Let's get down
2: to business. There's just never a dull
4: moment.
1: It's every NASCAR race heard live, including in car radios.
4: what gets into the back! He shuts him up the racetrack! Right stay out, stay out, stay out, trust me. Bubba Wallace to the lead at Talladega! Yeah.
1: And it's classic races that honor the history of the sport. Dale Earnhardt is going to win the Daytona 500. So what, what is Sirius XM, XM NASCAR, NASCAR radio? radio? It's your 24-7 home for all things NASCAR. The way
4: you guys cover these races is unbelievable.
3: Channel 90 streaming right now on the Sirius XM app.
4: Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel.
1: Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show.
4: Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the
1: SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans.
4: Tonight's Racetime Radio is brought to you by Napa
1: Auto
2: Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology.
0: From the high banks of Daytona, we cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave the mark. And now, back to the Joes.
1: Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Say and,
0: and here on Race Time Radio.
2: And-, and welcome back, everybody. I better turn my mic up a bit. I uh, hope you're having a good night and enjoying the 58th running of the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing at New Smyrna Speedway. Tonight is night number three. Now, I have a stellar lineup of guests, right? But you gotta know that these guys are all gonna be coming to us, guys and girls. They're all gonna be coming to us live from the pit area at New Smyrna Speedway. And I'm trying to get them in between their practice and their qualifying. So it's a tall order, a tall ask. But uh, like Nicholas Noggle, he cut time out to join us because he knows he has got fans right across the country, and he wanted to get everybody up to date. And I know the other teams do, too. If they don't make an appearance, it's not that they didn't want to. It's they couldn't find the time to. Uh, it is a, a tall loss. But I say that, and we're going to uh, keep our fingers crossed, and hopefully we got more of them and less of me, right? I know that's what uh, I'm hoping as well. Uh, let's take a look at the uh, Canadian contingent, if you will, to what is taking place all down in the Florida area. Now, I haven't got absolutely everybody. I know there'll be teams down there that uh, I don't have on my list, uh, and it's uh, things are moving and shaking. Some guys were making a, a plan to head down to Florida just a couple of days ago and said, hey guys, we got a window, let's load up, let's head down and we'll do some racing. So there is going to be some surprises down there as well. And we'll try and keep you up to date as much as we humanly can here on Race Time Radio. And throughout the course of the week, follow along on our Twitter feed, it's at Racetime Radio. Radio. Uh, you can follow along on our YouTube channel. It's Racetime Radio TV, and it's on YouTube. Don't forget to hit that subscribe if you would, please. The number keeps climbing, and we've got to thank you. Uh, and, of course, on SiriusXM and Facebook and all those different ways that you're used to uh, following Racetime Radio along. Uh, but uh, I also got to remind you, next Sunday on the show, of course, it's a great American race, the Daytona 500. It's going to be on right when the show airs. So we've made the executive decision that we will not do a show next Sunday. Uh, Sue and I are going to be taking off. Actually, we're going to go to a Daytona 500 party at Friends of ours. be the first time we're going to take the great American race in uh, with a bunch of family and friends. Uh, We're going to do that next Sunday. So uh, you can count on Race Time Radio to be back live on February the twenty fifth. 5th I think it is. I'll check that. Yeah, February 25th is the uh, following Sunday and we will be back with you all live. Uh but we got a lot to look forward to over the course of the next 8 days uh here. Uh, as race fans, this is what we uh it, this is why we're fans, right? There's so much racing going on in so many different locations. Uh Auburndale uh, or Auburn uh it, it, we got teams everywhere. Uh, Daniel Hahn, uh, uh, he is down there. I want to say he's down there with uh, Mr. McClellan, uh, one of the Can-Am Midget drivers. I'm not sure what they have for a car down there, but they've been running there. Um, We've got a lot of uh, legend cars, a lot of bandoleros that will be heading down. Of course, Tony Stevens on Pit Row TV is going to have all the action. I believe Tim Terry is down there with them at Citrus County Speedway, and they're going to start broadcasting tomorrow. So Monday, start looking for coverage out of Pit Road TV throughout the course of the day, I might add. Uh, And then uh, as soon as the sun starts going down and things wrap up there at Citrus County Speedway, uh, you'll want to tune into Flow Racing, and you'll be able to watch all the laps, all the races, at New Smyrna Speedway in the 58th annual uh, uh, World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. It's all on flow racing, and they're going to have absolutely every race throughout the course of the nine nights. And, well, now we're uh, down with uh, three nights. Tonight's the third night. Uh, Super late models are on the schedule tonight. Pro late models, Florida modifieds are on the schedule uh, and, and I want to say the uh, e are going to make their first appearance of Speed Weeks. Um, the modified count that we've got down there is just amazing, to say the least. Last night was the season opener for the Whelan uh, Tour-type modifieds, the NASCAR modifieds, and uh, full field and beautiful cars, front to back. There wasn't any duds in this field. Uh, and so many potential winners it was Ron Silk coming away with the season opener, uh, the two hundred lapper. He won it. Uh, guys like uh, Matt Hirschman, uh, we see Matt do incredibly well. He's the defending champion of the the series that they put together at New Smyrna for those modifieds. Uh, but but Matt, he worked his way. I want to say he started tenth or eleventh in the race last night. Worked his way up into the top three. Uh, but it just wasn't in the cards for Maddie last night. Um, he, he was running good. Krause, another one in the 24 car, just amazing runs. Uh, uh, Lutz, another one. Uh, so many good cars. And uh, a lot of those guys could be hanging out for the rest of the week at New Smyrna Speedway and picking up on that, like the Richie Evans Memorial Race. And uh, there's so many. Uh, big main events that are coming up throughout the course of the week you can check it all out at new smyrna speedway uh, get to their website and uh, you, you'll be able to follow along there find out what's coming up each night and uh, i know qualifying is up at 6 p.m tonight so they've only got another half hour and the super late models are going to do their qualifying followed by the uh, uh the pro lights we will do their qualifying, and then racing starts at 7.30 tonight at New Smyrna Speedway. But uh, let's have a look at the uh, competitors that I know of that are down either at New Smyrna or are going to be heading for Daytona because, of course, we've got trucks. Uh, we've got Xfinity coming up. Of course, the Cup race, the Daytona 500, that's all still to come. And uh, the, the the Twins on Thursday. Uh, the actual qualifying heats, if you will, for the Daytona 500 and how those guys are going to get their start in that great American race. Uh, they, they run times first. If you don't make it in on time, then you can fall back into Thursdays, uh, the duels, and hopefully qualify for the Daytona 500 through that. And we've seen a lot of teams do that. I don't know just yet how many cars we're going to have uh, for the great American race. Uh, they're always somewhere around 45 or 50. And you know, they don't start that many. So uh, it's going to come down to time, speed, as it always should. And uh, the Daytona 500 is always that one that'll push you right as far as it can absolutely take you uh, to get into that race. And when you get in, man, is it something cool. Remember a couple of years ago with our DJ Kennington? Uh, DJ had to get in on time. And uh, he, he didn't get in on time. He went into the uh, the, the, the qualifiers, the uh, duels, and DJ Kennington qualified for the great American race. And uh, he did not disappoint men. He had a great car. He was down there uh, in the 96 Toyota, uh, locally, locally sponsored. I shouldn't say locally. Uh, Canadian sponsored. Lord Cove jumped on. Uh, of course, Castrol, longtime sponsor of DJ, was on that car. And, uh, uh, man, they did such a good job that year. He got tied up in the big one as, uh, that that's normally what happens at that track. But, uh, DJ did a great job while he was in the race, but, uh, looking at the list of guys, uh, here's, here's some of the names that I know of that you're going to be able to look forward to, uh, watching in the race. Uh, Jason White from Sun Peaks, BC. We had Jay on just, uh. Uh, last week, week before, uh, Jason is getting all set and ready to rock and roll. Uh, he's going to be behind the wheel of the number 24 truck, uh, Josh Ryan's truck. And uh, I know he's excited to get down there. Of course, we've got uh, Stu Friesen. Uh, he's been a, a staple in the truck series, the 52 truck. And uh, I believe Stu is getting dialed in and ready to go for another truck season, and uh, that race will come up on Friday night. That'll be their season opener for uh, the Craftsman Truck Series. So uh, we're looking forward to that. We'll get to the list of names in just a bit. I look at my Zoom line, and I don't have Glenn Styrus, but I do have Joe Junior. What's going on over there, Junior? How you doing? Okay,
6: I seen, uh, I seen that you were just uh, waiting on Glenn, so I figured I would jump on. If, if Glenn jumps on, he can boot me off and uh, we
2: can go from there. You want to believe it so far? What do you think of Speed Weeks? It, uh, it hasn't disappointed yet, has it?
6: It hasn't disappointed at all. And uh, I tell you what, I've I i I've always been critical about the Dirt guys. And, uh, you know, I've been very open and candid uh, about this on social media. I have taken a liking to Dirt Late Bottle races. <laughs> so... Um, you know, it started about a week and a half ago. Well, it started way back in the dome, actually the St. Louis dome. Um, I thought it was a pretty cool event. Uh, was the first time like keying into it and watching it. And, uh, you know, I, I just kind of stuck with it through flow and, and, uh, you know, they, they, uh, they, I, I, they sucked me in for the Golden Isles events, <laughs> uh, with the Lucas oil dirt Late models. And, and, uh, so I've been on Speedweek kick now for like two weeks now yeah so uh I mean <laughs> it's been cool because usually speed week is only uh you know for nine nights long uh in this case it's gonna be this year it's gonna be about thirty two nights long so <laughs> it's uh it's been a very cool now the the place that I love obviously new Smyrna kicked right. off right and and we all got a chance to watch on on Friday and Saturday night everything's going great over there, so I uh, wouldn't change that for the world um but uh uh, there's been some great racing on track. Our Canadians are doing wicked. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, they're definitely posting some numbers. Um, there's, uh, uh you know, it's everything you could ask for in speed weeks. Um, great crowd at New Smyrna for the Whalen show. Uh, probably the biggest crowd I've ever seen at New Smyrna. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that's been, that's saying a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's what a, what a weird feeling speed week.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree, especially when you add in the dirt content that you're not used to really taking in. Yeah, You know, uh, going down, as you know, you and I have gone down to Speedweeks a number of years, uh, but when we would go down, we'd take a night in at Volusia County, but the rest of the time was pretty well spent on the asphalt side. But that's, that's me, right? I've been an asphalt guy forever. It's not that I don't like dirt. I absolutely love it. When it's in the right spot, I have been to dirt tracks where uh, I didn't enjoy myself. It was too dirty. I couldn't see the race. <laughs> and that's what you want to do when you go to a track. You want to actually see the race. And a couple of times I was prevented uh, prevented to see the, the the actual track for everything that was in the air. Uh, and that part of it I didn't like. Um, but, uh, hey, I'll tell you, some of the best racing you're going to find is on that dirt especially when they get on the right track. And I know the other night, being over at your place and we were tuned in to uh, Tampa, It that was cool, man. They got some uh, some really, really good competitors. And uh, to see guys like Tim McCready still out there wailing around in a modified or in a uh, uh, late model, kind of cool to see.
6: Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, really, to me, if you were to ask me Five years ago, every year till now, um, what, what racetracks involve speed weeks? Like what, what racetracks are involved in speed week? I would have said new Smyrna, Volusia and, and, um, uh, Daytona. Right. that's, that's what I, I would have said. Um, now I know that if you were to ask, you know, a number of other people, uh, they would also add in East Bay, right. East Bay and in Tampa. Um, I, I did not really understand or, 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 or see Golden Nile Speedway, All Speedway, or Bubba Raceway Park in Ocala. Um, I didn't know anything about those tracks. So, um, taking those in leading up to now, um, you know, I, beautiful and so different from racetrack to racetrack. You know, you look at, uh, you know, the, the way that Ocala is laid out, it's like an avocado, right? It's like, it's kind of like a Darlington, just tiny. Uh, one end is completely different than the other. And, and then you look at, at, uh, to Altec and Altec slicks off, you know, very similar to, uh, what we've seen, um, with the, uh, the, the cars at Ashwikit, uh, where the whole track is just a, a, you know, a, just a slicked off racetrack. Um, and then, and then the difference is heading into, uh, uh, east bay uh, it really gave me a new perception on dirt and uh, uh, not about dirt in general Dirt late model racing um, right, right. and uh it, I've, I've really enjoyed it but uh i tell you what the super late model show um on friday night at at new smyrna that was some, that was some heads up racing you know between nicholas Noggle uh, and and Gio and and those guys, of course, Gio coming home with the victory. Uh, but that was some great racing. I loved watching it. Obviously, we wish that Nick could have pulled that one out. Uh, but uh, Nicholas Noggle, that is, yeah. Um, but uh, it was it was a great show, and and uh, you can't, you know, it wasn't for lack of trying, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they were uh, they were elbows up, and and that's exactly what you want to see in a short little 35 lap sprint. Um, but I, I, you can't, I don't think you get me more excited for the 200 coming up on Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, it's the, be the off list the of names. Um, it's been a while since I've been this excited for a, a, a late model show that is not the Derby. And, uh, you know, when you look at the list of names, uh, that's going to show up for this Clyde Hart Memorial 200, the ASA stars tour, it's, it is the who's who of late model racing. It's the who's who of racing in general. And that's what you want to see at a race. And, and, uh, you know, you mix that in with the new Smyrna atmosphere. Uh, you mix that in with the, the racing surface that we see at New Smyrna right now. Yeah. I think it's the best it's been in years. Um, you know, they've, they've done tons with the facility, but then as well, the racetrack, it looks clean. You know, the, um, it, it looks like, uh, it looks like the perfect time to be racing at New Smyrna right now. And, um,
2: They've done a ton of like, changes, a ton of updates.
6: Uh, absolutely, and the grip level. Um, there's not much grip at New Smyrna right now, and that's you know ultimately I I, I like that about it. You know, it, it puts on a good show and and it creates comers and goers and and uh, you know it's it's not the gripped up place one lane New Smyrna that we've seen after the repave. Right, uh, that place there you can run top, you can run bottom, and it's been cool.
2: Yeah, if you're just tuned in to Race Time Radio, welcome aboard. We're talking about the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing and all points in between. It's Speed Weeks, uh, the kickoff to the 2024 season. Got Joe Jr. on the Zoom line. Haven't had Joe on in about a month here on Race Time since he moved away. Uh, And uh, Joe, what do you think we're going to see? The guys that have been there and been running, like Nicholas Noggle, like Ruggiero. Uh Those guys that are putting laps in now, come Tuesday night, how big are those laps going to be that these guys have ran early in the week? Uh, it's probably going to pay huge dividends because there's a ton of teams that are just showing up and going to run that 200. Uh, there could be a bunch of surprises in that race come Tuesday.
6: Oh, I think there's going to be a ton of surprises. There's going to be a ton of storylines from the drop of the green flag of the first practice session to the drop of the checkered flag in that show, um, there's going to be surprises. Um, there's going to be people who run better than you think. And there's going to be people who don't run, you know, as good as you would, you would think or, or hope. Um, I think that's just the way that it is, you know, and, and, uh, the teams who aren't here or aren't there, uh, uh, right now testing, um, they're the big teams anyways, yeah. you know, yeah,
3: yeah.
6: they, they've got a notebook. They've got the the wherewithal to dial a car in. Um, and, and, you know, the, there are a bunch of teams that, uh, you know, don't necessarily have a big deep notebook and, and, uh, um, you are seeing them like Joe Lawrence, for instance, you know, down there using this as a practice session, uh, night number one, you've seen Bubba Pollard using it as a practice session. Yeah. Um, you know, knocking, knocking the rust off and getting out there. And, and, uh, I think there's, there's value both sides.
2: Yeah. There it, is. There's
6: enough practice session. There's enough practice session on Tuesday, uh, to get it dialed in. Um, and I, I think that, uh, you know, you don't need to be there, but, but I think there's a little bit of an upper hand if you are.
2: Well, look at the team still to come in. I know I had a photo up of, uh, our uh, Trayton Lapsevich, he showed up there yesterday what? watching over the racetrack. He's going to be out there tonight dialing it in. Uh, going to qualify here at, uh, well, probably another 20 minutes from now. Uh, Trayton will be jumping in and trying to qualify his way in. Of course, we've got uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Stackley. He's going to be in the 30 this year. He's not in the 22. Yep. Look for him in the uh, Rhett Jones number 30. Uh, but he's showing up with a brand-new ride, brand-new team, brand-new deal. And uh, young Kyle is going to be out there finding out what he's got. Uh, Cole, Cole Butcher, another one. Uh, we haven't seen Cole yet this year, uh, but I, I got a sneaky suspicion he's going to show up. He is never, as far as I know, Junior, he's never done any laps at New Smyrna Speedway. He's about to find out.
6: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, when you, uh, when you look at, um, Kyle Steckley, he's never done anything outside of a, a McCall car either. Right. And you're seeing him jump into a, uh, a Port City car with Rhett Jones, um, which is going to be a big deal. Um, and, 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 you know, when you look at, at the, um, the, the, the history, if you will, um, there's a bunch of really cool, uh, storylines coming in about the guys who are working on those cars. Um, it's, uh, um, there's, there's a bunch of guys that have a lot of success, uh, at, uh, at, at New Smyrna.
2: Oh, tons, tons. Joe Lawrence, as mentioned, Joe is there. Uh, he showed up, he was there night one, uh, went out, took a green flag in the feature, but he was only out there five laps. Uh, he did have trouble, I might add. Uh, he ended up popping a tire and he uh, put it up against the fence. The team has gone to work and they've got it all fixed back up. So no problem that way. And I know we've got Chris Lawrence coming up. That's Joe's brother. Uh, we'll be talking to Chris Lawrence a little bit in hour number two. And he'll definitely give us an update on how things are looking for Joe. We'd probably have Joe on too. But again, getting ready for qualifying. So uh, trying to do what we can to grab the guests when we can get them. And uh, it, it's going to be interesting. Joe Lawrence, though, he's a past champion in the APC series. He is one talented guy. And uh, he, along with uh, Brandon Vanderweld, they've got a team put together. Going to be mighty interesting to see what kind of results those guys can get.
6: I can't wait to see it. It's uh it's definitely pretty cool and and uh you know best of luck to everybody. It's it's uh it's gonna be cool. I'm strapped in, I'm gonna uh uh crank this TV on and I'm gonna watch some uh, some good old New Smyrna and, and uh rock and roll.
2: How about Donald Tiege? Another one uh, you know Donald quite well. He was down at New Smyrna Speedway back when Act came through in New Smyrna. He's got lots of laps on at New Smyrna in the A D car. He's going to be a threat. Watch, he could turn a pile of heads.
6: He is. He's in a little bit of older DGM car. Um, I think that uh, they've got a little bit of a, a longer road uh, than some, um, just because of the the older car. Um, I think he's he's down there having some fun and playing. So, um, but that being said, I, he's a hard nosed competitor. He he's definitely he's there to to go run good, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what they can put together.
2: Junior, can I get you to hang out just for a bit here? I'm going to hit a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back. I don't know. Uh, Glenn must be tied up. Uh, I'm going to shoot him a quick message, see if he can jump on for a few minutes. But if I get you to hang out, that would be great. Yep. You bet. We will be back with you live tonight on Race Time. Going to step out, take this quick break, and we will be back. Stay with us all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167.
4: Hey everybody! This is Ray Dunlap. Make sure you tune in to Race Time Radio to see what's going on in the trucks.
1: From coast to coast, to coast you're listening
0: to Canada to Canada Talks.
2: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at LeafRacewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to Canadian Tire Motorsport Park.com.
4: The SXM app is your one stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed, you two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. An exclusive podcast, video, and on demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. He walks in, put it between his legs. Let's go! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today.
2: Tonight's race Time radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, Sprint Car Specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars, from wings to springs. GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter.
1: Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: AP Race the worldwide leader in race field technology. This is Ricky Senhouse
5: Jr. It's Austin Cindric, Joey Lagana, Michael McDowell. Denny Hamlin. This is Austin Dillon. The Daytona 500 is common. It's
1: NASCAR's biggest race. When you think of races you want to win, Daytona is number one on every
3: driver's list.
5: It can define a career.
3: For the rest of my life, I'll we'll be, be known, known as, as the Daytona, Daytona 500, 500 champion. The Daytona 500.
5: Sunday, February 18th at 1.30
1: Eastern. On XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. And
3: the all new Sirius XM app.
1: There's no race like the Daytona 500. It truly is the great American race.
0: Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. <laughs>
2: I'm going to turn my microphone back up. Welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Fluid situation here tonight, right? Uh, with the races all happening at New Smyrna Speedway and us being live, uh, we've been trying to get that guest line up to uh, connect. Of course, teams incredibly busy, and it's a tall order for me to even ask them uh, to jump on the program. We did hear from Nicholas Nagel at the beginning uh, we've been kind of waiting on Glenn Stires to pop in, but again, things are going to start uh, rolling for these guys as qualifying is coming up at the top of the hour, first for the super models, then the pro-lay models, so a uh, lot of demand on these drivers and teams right now to try and uh, take five minutes and jump on with us to get us up to date, but... Uh, Hey, we've got open lines of communications to each one of those race teams. And we'll find out who can pop in. Uh, and I know they will when they get an opportunity to. But in the meantime, I'm really fortunate to have Junior back with us. Uh, Junior, tonight, we got 35 laps for the Late models. We got, uh, I want to say it's 25 laps for the Pro Lights. We got Florida Modifieds coming up. E-Modifieds, first time we've seen them this week. Uh, what are you thinking for tonight? Super late model. Let's start with that. What are you thinking?
6: Uh, tonight is going to be a, a very quick night of racing. Um, you know, there's going to be uh, you know, it, it's all regular style uh, shows. So, um, the EMods are are a a local division in in Florida. Um, they're very similar to the Florida Modifieds look wise. Um, but they have a 602 in them. You know, a smaller engine package. A um, little bit, little bit cheaper drive line and all that stuff. So, right. Um, I don't expect a huge car count from them. Um, you know, anywhere in the the ten to fifteen car range. Um, but I, I think your your marquee show is going to be between the pro and the and the super.
2: Yeah, and it always seems to be right. We uh, it it's that that's what they're there for. Uh, the super yep. lights, the pro lights. And it's all—it's not about money. Uh, we've determined that over the years, it's not—they're not real high-paying races. Now, when you get to the two hundred, and you get to the—you uh, know—the one hundred later in the week, uh, those do pay substantial dollars. Uh, but when you are running nine nights straight of racing, it's pretty hard to pay out big, big money and big purses every single night. Uh, It—it's the cubic metric dollar doesn't work that way. Um, but it is all about exposure and getting yourself and your race team exposed um, to to the industry, really. You're making a North American statement when you go and you run these marquee events. Uh, Speed Weeks at New Smyrna, whether you're at Volusia County Speedway on dirt. Uh, believe me when I say a lot of the cup teams, a lot of the Xfinity teams, truck teams, Uh, And the powers to be are at the short tracks at night when they're not tied up at the big track. Uh, They're out and they're looking, right?
6: Yeah, I mean, uh, yes. uh, There's a healthy mix of, of of you know young kids wanting exposure, young young people coming up through the through the ranks, right? Um, they want exposure and they want seat time. So the the number one thing about Speed Weeks that will always be successful, they could run for Popsicle sticks they would have cars there, right? Because there's nothing else running right now in <laughs> this time right. of year. It's wide open. You can't go run, you know, a local Saturday night in Iowa. You can't go run a local Saturday night in Canada. You can't go run a local Saturday night in Maine. So it's, I mean, you're always going to attract a bunch of people from the north. You're always going to attract the teams that are looking to generate seat time and raise awareness for the for the for the brand and for the driver um you know the the Donnie Wilsons if you will you know the the Donnie Wilsons the um uh the uh, Anthony Campy's, and uh, the list goes on and on from the development side um will always show up there to a certain degree Um, and, and then as well, you've got a a solid 65 to 70% of them, um, in every field that are there because there's nine nights of racing and they don't get to do that at home, you know? So they don't really care what it costs. They, if you're in this game long enough, you want to go run new Smyrna because it's nine nights of racing. Um, it's not because any other reason so there there's prestige because of that right because of all the names that have done it uh you know you you look down through the list and the who's who the ryan blaney's the the chase elliott's of today uh they were there at new smyrna the kyle larsons they were at new smyrna well yeah you know, the, exactly uh, scroll down through the list they, they were all there
2: young young uh, uh burton uh wasn't too many years ago he was there at new smyrna uh, and, of course, his dad is Jeff Burton, but you yep. still, nevertheless, just because your name's there doesn't mean you can drive a race car. you got to prove yourself. And you. uh, watching him at New Smyrna Speedway, man, he turned a lot of heads. And it was Speedweeks that does that for a lot of the different race teams. Over the years, uh, it seems like uh, you, you see the guy this year, and he's participating in a pro light model, then a super light model. And before you know it, here he is in a truck. Here he is in Xfinity. And, uh, you know, the progression moves on from there and into ARCA, right? we got big ARCA stuff coming at us, too, at Daytona. A lot of the guys that you'll see, uh, names like Gus Dean, you'll see Gus participating in New Smyrna. Watch for him when it comes time for ARCA. When it comes time for trucks, boom, over he goes and uh, away they go.
6: Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, the way that the structure is now at Speed Week, the, the big track is dark. Yeah. You know, right up to the end of the week. Um, so a lot of the names, you know, you're seeing Tony Benninger, uh, she runs in the Arca series. She's running the, the super late model down there, uh, or pro late model. She's running pro, I think the sure. number one car. Um, uh, and then, you, you know, you, you've got a number of the Williams, uh, Swalich, um, you know, uh, Rio, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, you've got, uh, uh a, a number of the names are, are going to cross over and, and do some Arca racing as well. So it's definitely, uh, um, it, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. I think Arca has crested now, um, you know, for a number of years, Arca Daytona, the, the car count got smaller and smaller. Um, uh, when they switched to the new car, mm-hmm. right? Because it wasn't it wasn't a cheap thing anymore. You needed to build a new car now. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and when, you weren't getting the hand me downs right from the Cup Series. Exactly. A lot of that stuff would recycle, and uh, yeah, what's old in Cup is brand new in Arca.
6: Exactly. So that was that was the the model for Arca for forever. Um, that changed with the new car, and uh, obviously um, the the stockpile was very small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know the, the teams had to go to work. And now you're seeing the stockpile creep up, and um, you know you're seeing. The, I, I believe there's 45 names on the entry list. I, it might be more for the for this race here coming up. Um, of course, they only start 36, so um, they're going to be sending sizable cars
2: home now again
6: and yeah and there is no heat races right that. there's
2: no heat races you got to do it on time yep yeah
6: so it's um it, it's going to be interesting
2: yeah it's going to be it's going to be
6: it's going to be good I, I think that with arca there's going to be um a, a completely different look to the qualifying structure and who who races and who, who goes home yeah. Than, than what we've seen in the past
2: Well it's going to be extremely interesting uh, We are getting close to the top of the hour Got to throw it back to Sirius XM Got a quick news and highlight package for you And then we're coming back for hour number two tonight And we've got scheduled Norm Newman uh, And I did get a note from Norm He has got big time trouble with his car We'll see if Normie's going to join us We'll also hear from Chris Lawrence In hour two, and we're going to check in with Tracy Hoskins, our at-the-track reporter. Uh, I know Tracy's there, and she's going to get us up to date on everything that's going on, including how things went through qualifying, because, of course, that happens, uh, starting absolutely right about now at the big track at uh, New Smyrna Speedway. But we'll throw it back to you, Scotty, in Toronto, get us up to date, and we will be back with you all live tonight. On Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks, Hour 2 begins in just 90 seconds. Stay right there. We'll be back with you all live tonight.
1: You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167.
2: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence. At leafraceware.com, we're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to canadiantiremotorsportpark.com.
5: This is Ricky Sinhouse Jr. It's Austin Cedric. Joey Lagana. Michael McDowell. Denny Hamlin. This is Austin Dillon. The Daytona 500 it's is coming. It's NASCAR's biggest race. When you think of races you want to win, Daytona is number one on every driver's list. It can define a career.
3: For the rest of my life, I'll be known, known as a Daytona, Daytona 500, 500 champion.
5: The Daytona 500. Sunday, February 18th at 1 Eastern.
1: On Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90.
3: And the all new Sirius XM app. There's no race like the Daytona 500. It truly is the great
1: American race.
0: And we're back with our number two of race time radio it's here on race time radio on Sirius XM 167 where Canada talks
2: and just like that our two begins a live tonight on Sirius XM channel 167 Canada talks. Hello to absolutely everybody tuned in on Rev TV Canada, Tuesday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Every Tuesday night, Race Time Radio airs right across the country on Rev TV. And, of course, the performance, com, all down south with Bob Steele and those guys down there. Uh, couldn't do it without you, gentlemen, and uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, just got a quick note here, Junior, from Mr. Cal Steckley. He says, couple laps... Been struggling. (laughs) They're working on it. They're working on it. But uh, you just show up, brand new team, brand new car, brand new everything. They're going to struggle a bit, right?
6: Oh, yeah, for sure. And part of the magic, you know, and and part of the the magic of being good in in the ASA series or the APC series or the the past series, um, if you're good in any of them series, you showed up to the track and struggled before, and it's all about dialing it in. Right. So um it's uh, it's half the battle. You can't unload good every single time. You know, I, <laughs> if you, I never, you could it would be easy.
2: I never asked Kyle this, uh but I wonder with Rhett Jones, I wonder if Jeff Gottlier is down there spotting for Kyle.
6: He is. Yeah, is Jeff is, is going to spot for Kyle full-time um, with the uh, with the 30 car. So um, I, I don't know whether he misses any, but uh, he, he is uh, supposed to be, uh, for a majority of uh, races anyways.
2: Ah, I thought that, that's what I was thinking. Whenever I associate that team, I think of Jeff and, and wonder yep. if they're going to hook up because Kyle really had quite a team developed up here, of course, as the APC champion. Uh, the crew that he had assembled up here is second to none too. So that'd be kind of hard, right? Trying to either melt things together or go in a totally different direction.
6: Well, and by the sounds of it, it's not going in a totally different direction. He's going in two different directions. So two, yeah. the, the, the Ontario the Ontario stuff is still happening um, by the sounds of it. His team is going to operate just like normal. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's only one big mix up when it comes time for the schedule. Um, where they race on a Friday night and they race on a Sunday night, um, in the ASA series and, and they race Saturday night at Flamborough Speedway with the APC. Um, so, uh, sorry, Friday with ASA, Sunday with ASA, uh, the Saturday in between that is at uh, Flamborough Speedway with the APC series. So, um, you know, that's going to be a struggle for everybody, but, right. uh, um, you know, that's the only that's the only mix-up when it comes time for the schedule. So um, his, he's going to run for the APC Championship. He's going to run for the ASA Championship as well.
2: So, uh, and these guys are going to make a real effort. I know that was said a number of times, whether it be Trayton Lapsovich, uh, he had mentioned it, along with Joe Lawrence and Kyle Steckley. Although they're going to participate down south, and they're going to go after championship runs. It's not like they're going to go down there and do the odd race. They're going to go down full tilt, full blast, but they are going to try and do whatever they can up here in Canada with the APC series. When they have, uh, you know, an opening in the schedule, uh, they're going to try and do both ends of it. And why not? Right. Uh, It's uh, the best competition they're going to get, whether it's on that side of the border or this side. uh, You know, those guys are all about trying to get in with the competition And they want to be the best when they get onto a racetrack. Uh, Going to be kind of cool. Have you heard much, Junior? I know you're tied in with the uh, NASCAR Canada Series. Uh, We haven't heard much out of the series since the schedule was all launched, a different looking schedule. Have you been hearing much uh, in the background? Uh, There's probably a lot of stuff that's going to be announced. And it's normally this time of the year when all the announcements start rolling out.
6: Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of, uh, there was a bunch of, you know, politicking back and forth on, on rules and, and different things like that. Um, uh, that created a little bit of a stir, you know, between the owners and the, and the actual, the, the actual series itself. Um, and, uh, that, that was all stuff behind closed doors. Um, but, but it definitely did create some tension um but through that i think it stalled out a bunch of the announcements that were that are going to come out so it just delayed them didn't stall them out didn't put anything aside right. or anything like that nothing in it jeopardy just, uh, it
2: just slows things down nothing, a wee bit
6: exactly yeah it was one of those deals where we kind of puts a wrench in things right so um there's there's definitely lots to come out um uh there's there's lots of new names i think that uh um, there's there's quite a few names out of Quebec that are going to be um, you know on the either full time or or you know ma- majority part time if you will. Um, it, it'll be really interesting. I think you you know obviously it, it, they're losing a bunch of cars, but they're also gaining a bunch.
2: And moving so moving be... the championship race from Delaware Speedway and now having the champion decided in Quebec at a brand new track that these guys haven't been on. That's huge.
6: It is huge. It's, it's warranted though. And I I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a very good event for NASCAR Pinties, whether you're an English team or whether you're a Quebec team, a a French speaking team. uh, I I think that the amount of excitement and the amount of media that's going to be there, the amount of everything that's going to be there is going to be huge. So um, I think that, uh, you know, it's definitely a game changer. Um, you know, I, 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 love, I loved having it at Delaware. I loved having it at Kawartha before that. Um, but uh, I, I think that with how hard the Quebec contingent works, I think that they have earned the race being the championship race being there. Um, I, I think that the Pinty series is being dominated right now by Quebec and um, it's no secret, you know. When you look at you look down the list, and there's a tremendous amount of involvement from from the province of Quebec, and and rightly so. They do it upright, you know. Um, RDS, uh, you know, the, the French contingent of TSN, um, they actually cover the series where TSN, you know, doesn't doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> the TSN airs the series, but they don't talk about it um where rds actually there's a production to it there there's uh you know they they talk about it during their sports center they talk about it during their um uh festive drag tv um uh there's there's other uh outlets in quebec that that really do a good job of covering it so i think that uh you know the 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 quebec side has earned it uh and that racetrack is a racy little racetrack so it's going to be a very interesting race um, I love the fact that nobody's going in there with a notebook with a Pinty's car. Right. Aside from the people who are going to test there throughout the year. But, um, uh, you know, nobody's, nobody's going in with a racing notebook, um, from there with the Pinty series. So it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a, a very unique, refreshing way to cap the championship off, uh, with Pinty's. And, and I think that, uh, you know, the, the talk of the entire deal is the fact that there's seven ovals in a row. Um, you know, to kick off the year, um, after we get past Mossport, man, she's left turns only. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you yeah, forget yeah. how to turn right until until we get to the later part of the season because you're you're turning left only, and and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a grueling deal for the crews. Um, so it'll be very interesting. I think that uh, um, uh, very front loaded on the cost side of things, right. which could be detrimental to your car count later on in the year just because of how expensive it's going to be to run um, out of the gate. Uh, but that being said, um, if there's not a whole lot of carnage, then it could be very good for the end of the year. I so love
2: it's- I, I love that the series is going to start at CTMP once again, Victoria Day weekend. Uh, I, I love that part of it. I really, really enjoyed it when CTMP got everything fired off on that gigantic weekend. It's uh, uh, when I seen that on the schedule, I went right on. And to see the series going back to Riverside International Speedway, uh, that makes more sense of that Far East travel out to Eastbound International, then come back across the water and you're into Riverside for a two day show, right? Like you got two separate shows. It's not one day and two points. It is two separate shows. I think that's going to be a huge seller.
6: I think it's going to be a huge seller too, paired up with the Pro Stock Tour. Right? Yeah, paired yeah, up yeah. with the East Coast Pro Stock Tour um, on the same weekend. So it's going to be it's going to be a barn burner of a ticket. That's probably the best ticket in motorsports. Uh, I know that EPC and Pinty's have been paired up before, um, which was a huge ticket as well. Everybody yep. said, "How the heck can they afford to do that?" But uh you know they're they're doing the exact same thing out east, and and uh, uh, going to be a wicked show. The best bang for your buck guaranteed will be that weekend. Um, if you're a race fan and, and, uh, you know, you got some extra flyer miles, you got some extra miles on that, uh, on that air miles card, <laughs> jump on a bird, fly out to Halifax, rent a car, and drive it up to Truro, and, uh, you'll get the, the show of a lifetime. I can guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, that being said, um, I, I think that, uh, you know, it, it's a completely different, you know, ask for the teams. And I think that teams are going to struggle with the personnel side of things, the teams that have their personnel lined up, up. Yep. um, are, are going to be the, the teams that, that do very well. Um, you know, before you, we used to have to fly to a few races and, uh, you know, you're, you're away from home for Thursday to Sunday, call it. Right. Um, that's easy. You're taking a day off of work or maybe a day and a half or maybe two days. Um, in this case, um, you're flying, you know, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth because uh, you've got Edmonton on a Saturday, and are you either going to stay out for an entire week and go to Saskatoon, right, and then and then come home, or are you going to fly back home and then come back out for Saskatoon the next weekend and then fly back? And- but you have to do that as well for the East Coast, so sure. uh, you fly to Newfoundland. And are you going to stay out there for the week and then go to Riverside? Or are you going to stay out there or are you going to fly back and forth? Um, either way, a tremendous amount of cost has mm-hmm. been added. Yeah. Um, and, and that is, is something that all these teams are going to have to work through logistically. Um, so it's, I mean, it, it's going to be hard on personnel, but it's also going to be, it's also going to be um, interesting to say the least when it comes time for, for the, the drivers.
2: Well, back in 2010, uh, Sue and I covered the NASCAR Canadian tire series back then we did every race that was on the uh, the, the series schedule and I know what you're saying. Uh, we uh, And I was doing the show at that time, live from the Score uh, Studios in Toronto, right on King Street. So I had to be back to do the show on Tuesday night back then. So uh, we'd be at a race out in Vernon. Beautiful track, beautiful setting. We'd do the Vernon race. And then we had to fly back to do a one-hour show. And then we flew back out. To pick up uh Saskatoon and uh back and forth, we did that for the full year to find out exactly what was all involved in covering the series for a full season and i'll tell you it was uh it, it was quite the deal today with the technology. I would have been able to do the show from wherever, uh, but like you say, it does cost the extra bread to uh stay somewhere you gotta you know it still costs you to stay. They're not going to say, you oh, good, you're hanging out. Uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah uh, line up right here. Anyway, uh, we, it, we've got so much to look forward to. i got to tell you, I did get a note from Norm Newman, who we've been uh, kind of waiting for to come on the show. Uh, he's got a fuel cell change that he has to do, and he's going to try and race for the first time tonight. So, uh, Norm, is needless to say, he's a little bit tied up. Uh, Chris Lawrence is going to join us. Uh, Chris, along with uh, Wade Thorne, they're in the pit area uh, getting Joe ready to go. Joe Lawrence in the 78. But Chris has confirmed he's going to be on the show. And, of course, Tracy Hoskins uh, is going to join us. And I know she's embedded, really, with the 55 team, Joe. That young driver of the 55, that guy, is uh, he's really got himself a machine there.
6: George Phillips, yeah. uh, he's a he's a heck of a wheel man. Uh, he came onto the scene guns a blazing. He's a very young driver, uh, but came onto the came onto the scene guns a blazing at, at Speedfest this year, and uh, everybody said, "Who the heck is this?" <laughs> um, and night number one at New Smyrna, no no joke, he was right there battling for the wind with Renfrew. Um, got into the wall a little bit. Destroyed their car on on Sunday night in practice. Yeah, uh, unfortunate situation. But uh, uh, you know, I think they missed last night's show. But getting the car back together, uh, he, was to,
2: back, to he was at the back oh, actually. He? Yeah. he was at the back last night. Yeah, yeah. He only so, did a few uh, laps, and then they off. didn't
6: make didn't make the call didn't make the call for qualifying. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely a, a a bright young star. That's for sure. We'll, we'll see lots more of that. Young
2: driver. We sure will. And we're going to find out more tonight as Tracy joins us. She'll get us up to date on absolutely everything that's happening from her end of things. It'll be an interesting discussion. I can guarantee you that we are up alongside another break. We're going to take this break. And when we come back, I wouldn't doubt we're going to have uh, Chris Lawrence not too far away. And Tracy Hoskins still to come here tonight on the show. Uh, New Smyrna, Speed Weeks. It's all here. It's all happening. And it's happening all real time. So we'll get you up to date on everything that we can on the other side of the break. Stay with us, everybody. Hey, this is Ron Sheridan, driver of the Delaware Belford Late Model. Race
4: Time Radio will be right back.
1: From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada to Canada Talks. Talks.
2: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com.
4: The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, Things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. An exclusive podcast, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. put
1: it between his legs!
4: Let's go! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today.
2: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters the world's best fire starter. There are thousands of parts and pieces that go into today's race cars. GSR Parts has what you need, and they ship coast to coast in Canada. GSR Parts specializes in dirt sprint car chassis, modifies, and so much more. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, road course or in a straight line, GSR Parts has the parts you need to get you back on track and in victory lane. Give Terry Baker a call and visit them. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a Quick Quick Fire Starter. For over thirty years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance.
1: Oh, Dad, what was that?
2: Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven.
0: <laughs> Dad, what was that?
2: That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick Quick Fire Starters, <laughs> the world's best fire starter. <laughs>
0: Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm.
2: And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And we're here with you all season long, all year long, all the way around, of course, the off-season, while it's over now, with Speed Weeks well underway. Uh, But Race Time Radio, we do go all the way around uh, the full calendar, and we keep you up to date all season long, all off-season long. uh, We try and get you the most up-to-date information we can here on Race Time Radio with a lean towards the Canadian side. Uh, Our Canadian guys don't get much coverage down south because there's so much to cover with everything that is going on. Uh, That's why Race Time Radio does what it does here on this side of the border. But uh, I'm real happy to tell you that we have got our next guest up. We got him a hair early. His name is Chris Lawrence. Of course, we're all used to seeing Chris up here at Delaware Speedway. And uh, he's with us today, but he hasn't got his uh, traditional captain's hat on. What's going on, Chris? How you doing, buddy?
6: All right. I'm
5: good. Thanks for having me.
2: You wanna believe it. Man, you guys were having some fun out there the last couple nights. You brought down a couple of your four cylinder cars, you and Wade having a ball down there and just about hit victory lane. Both of you.
5: Yeah, we were uh we were really lucky. It's um it's a little different. They run a breakout rule here and uh the local guys here definitely have it dialed in um so there was a little bit of a learning curve the first night getting used to the track and the speeds and and the setup stuff so unfortunately we both broke out the first night but uh the second night i think we were pretty much dialed in i think i ran a a 24.06 on the last lap so we were we were right there uh just kind of played out wade got stuck on the high side and i think if he had a squeeze down a little bit more or maybe run it a little more aggressive. We we might have brought home some hardware, but um, we didn't want to break out on that last lap and then end up taking home nothing. So yeah. uh, a second place finish for Wade, and then uh, we had a breakout at the last lap. So I think I ended up sixth. So almost got two top fives, but j- just shy. So not bad.
2: Yeah, not bad at all. Now, I know the winner last night, I was tuned in watching it, and I heard uh, Charlie allude to the fact that the guy that was in the lead ran a 24-second lap right on the button. Uh, that, that That's not leaving any room for error at all. And uh, that, that's that got to come down to pure luck.
5: Uh, well, you'd be surprised. The guys down here have lap timers in their car, oh. and they've got them dialed to uh, like an LED light. So it's kind of like a go-no-go. No go. So they just lift right at the line. Um Kind of sucks, which is why uh, one of the guys that helped me out actually, um, I got it picked up a team shirt from one of the locals here, um, Charles Friddle in the seventy two. He uh, he was showing us some stuff, and he ended up breaking out by like four one thousandths <laughs> from the lead. So uh, it, it's definitely a game they play real close down here.
2: That's amazing to see. You know, uh, when I take a look at that format. And I don't think enough is said and enough explanation is done uh, for the viewers or for the listeners, what have you. Um, The reason why there is a situation like that, um, when you take a look at Delaware and the situation that you, Chris, uh, you've got like a herd of cars. You are responsible for getting what we see at Delaware Speedway with car counts in the 50s. It's uh, attributed to a guy like you and specifically you uh, to to grow it without a breakout rule. Uh, if you've got the rules pinned down and uh, they're enforced, I don't think you need a breakout rule. What, what are your thoughts on it? Did you enjoy running with the breakout or would you much rather race without it?
5: Um, at a track like this, I would love to have it wide open just because it's, it's so fast. Like walking down the banking coming out of four, you're, you're almost leaning back. Like it doesn't look like it on TV, but to be out there in these cars, um, is really, really awesome. Um, so I think they're, uh, they're working on, they ran an outlaw race, like an outlaw rule. Mm -hmm. So an open time race. And and they're all relatively similar times to what Delaware is running. Like they're twenty three twos, twenty three fives, but they uh they run on mini stock tires down here. Right. So they, they have some rules that are similar, some that are a little different. Um but the speeds and the times are while well, the times are very similar. I think we figured it out we were going into the corner just shy of a hundred mile an hour.
2: Wow. Wow, that's a lot yeah. in a four cylinder car. Uh, that's more like Goody's Dash type stuff, right, bud?
5: <laughs> well, it made me realize I forgot that I uh, I had a power steering uh, issue on my car, and uh, I knew it by lap three. Well,
2: yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, <laughs> incredible. With Chris Lawrence tonight, uh, he is a Canadian down at New Smyrna Speedway. They had two nights, uh, night number one, night number two, where Chris and his teammate, uh, he had uh, Wade Thorne with them down there and they took two cars and they went down and had themselves a blast and uh, cars are straight. They come home with results. Didn't get the wins, but uh, I, I tell you what night number one, I thought for sure Wade was going to pop it into victory lane and he would have had he not broke out.
5: Yeah, we were sitting there yelling at him. Uh, wish he had a kind of glanced up in his mirror and, and thrott- well, throttle back, but it's such a nice track. And well, it's got a lot of character, but it's such a fun track to race. Slowing yourself down in a race car is a lot harder to do than it sounds.
2: Oh, yeah. It, it, well, counterproductive, right? In your mind, you're thinking go, go, go. And now when you hit the line, you got to lift, lift, lift if you had too quick of a lap. And it's impossible for the driver to feel for one thousandth of a second or even a half a second for that fact. It's pretty hard for you as a driver to go, Oh, I think I'm a half a second quicker. I better hit the binders.
5: Yeah, we uh I actually watched that really closely in the second night. We uh we ended up figuring out the lap timers. So I uh, I I put a phone mount in my car and had the my laps up and you're sitting there watching and you you clock off a twenty four five and you're like, oh, okay, I got a little bit of room to go, and then you get a nice run through the corner and you clock off four tenths. So uh, <laughs> there was uh, not a lot of gauge for me anyways, but I know the the guys down here are, uh, are pretty good at it.
2: Yeah, they sure are. Uh, it was just kind of cool to see something that we are involved with up here in Canada uh, that started really up here, uh, to see it enforced and, and sort of in play at New Smyrna Speedway through the World Series. It kind of blew my mind, actually. Uh, and you know, rightfully so if you're trying to get a division and trying to get those, uh, cars that are maybe in a barn somewhere or not on track anymore, because they're just flat out, not competitive. I can't run this. I can't do that. This takes all of that away. And it gives the guys the opportunity to go ahead and run whatever they brung, but don't break the time. Uh, if you do, you got to do a stop and go or what have you. And, uh, Uh, It allows everybody to compete. So the reasoning, I think, is uh, in in the right spot. And to get the cars out uh, is simply amazing. At Delaware Speedway, you guys haven't got that problem. Uh, We've seen some incredible stuff out of you and the whole cast of characters at Delaware Speedway in the four-cylinder class. Uh, 55 cars was common ground to try and qualify for a 32-car start.
5: Yeah, um well so for the the breakout rule down here, um I think I think it does have its place when it comes to car counts uh at certain tracks. Uh down here I think they're actually losing car count um because there are a lot of these cars still in the area. Um but they have it for uh more of a competition. Uh it's they don't have as much tech for these cars. Like they didn't even really do much of anything checking over our cars which was okay but um i feel like they would have more car count here if they either drop the time a little bit maybe to like a 23.5 where guys are aren't necessarily lifting right where you can kind of run all out um and then it just keeps those overly competitive cars because they did have that outlaw race and they did have a car basically half a track ahead until he got a flat tire (laughs) yeah um as for car counts uh i'm i'm really happy with the the car count we've built up um so this year in particular i'm going to try and take that uh to the other ontario tracks so i'm uh i'm working with a bunch of them they're actually they all came on board on the hood to come with us so uh i'm going to be taking cars to flamborough uh this green car actually is going to be driven by cam thompson um, and then I've got uh, a couple of cars coming up to Sobble. We're just working out the the storage and logistics. I'd like to have three or four there. Um, we're going to do some stuff with Grand Bend. I built a dirt car to go to Uh, uh We're going to try and support some of the big shows at Sunset and Peterborough, um, and that that's just who came on board with our, our little deal, so we're going to try and support them as much as we can, and uh, I'm hoping Sobble sees... Double-digit car count all year long. I don't think they'll have a problem with that. I like the bone stock class at that track. I think it's a good call. Uh, Flamborough has a very ambitious 20-plus race schedule. Um, It's not for everybody, but I definitely think it's going to make for 20-plus car count fields throughout the year. Uh, Definitely on those big special nights. They do a lot of really good events uh fan nights, they've got some cheap admission nights. Their corn roast night is always awesome.
7: Yeah.
5: Um and then yeah, we're just kind of looking to go play in the dirt and do a little bit of traveling. And I think we met some new friends down here and uh we're working on getting them up in Ontario in some BT racing cars.
2: Oh that's cool, Chris. Good on you guys for doing it and uh good on you for doing everything you do up on this side of the border. Uh, to energize and and to get more guys involved in short track racing. You don't have to spend a million dollars in every class up here to go out, have some fun, and be competitive. And that's what it's all about, right? It's uh, the competition, and you don't want to have to break the bank to do it. It sounds like you've got a really good formula where guys can get involved that maybe don't know how to build a car. That's where you're going to come in. You can put it together, and they can learn how to drive. Yeah, and and
5: even like that, uh, this class is great for getting new people involved. Old people that have been in the sport, got out of the sport, maybe want to get back into it. Um, like I've been very fortunate. Like I worked with Chase Pinsano for one one run in our car, and now he's running stateside for Josevar. Um, I had Pete Vanderwiest Junior race with us, and he's moving up through the ranks. So. Mm-hmm. You never really know where that next superstar driver is going to come from, but everybody has to start somewhere.
2: And that's a perfect spot to start. Uh, It's not all fun and games for you, though, uh, Chris Lawrence. You're down there with your brother, Joe Lawrence, of course, APC champion, past APC champion from up here in Ontario. Uh, We all know Joe, and uh, he's down there, and uh, you guys have had had a time so far. Uh, how are things coming now? As your brother said, "Okay, put those cars away and let's let's go on this late model." Uh the funny thing about it is, I
5: planned my trip first, so <laughs> he's actually down here with us. Um, but no, he's got a he's got a fantastic opportunity with uh, the elite racing team. Uh, so there's not as much involvement from BT Racing per se. Um, but they've got they've got there's they've got a package there. Um, they've got a a group in place, really good team. They're, they're working on the car, doing all the stuff you got to do with a new car, a new team, had a new track. Um, so Joe earned, Joe earned this opportunity. So it's, it's amazing to see him get to be on this stage with some of these other guys and the big, big names. Like I, he's going to be racing NASCAR guys. So, uh, that's, that's kind of where you, where you want to be. And, and he definitely deserves it. Um, I was happy to have him in my car in APC last year. Um, he's got the opportunity with my car again. If he takes it, if he wants it. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot more traveling myself. So that'll be kind of his deal to run. Um, and we're, I'm hoping, I'm hoping this Tuesday race goes as good as they, they can do and, uh, and just keep momentum rolling into the five flags race next month.
2: Well, I'll tell you, he, Joe Lawrence is that kind of guy that's got the experience. You won't find a more level-headed driver than what Joe Lawrence is. As you know, uh, he, he is one that, man, if I had a race car, I'd love to have him behind the wheel. Uh, I I could trust him to go out there and get everything that that car will give and uh, w- without bringing it home in a basket. Uh, Joe Lawrence is the kind of guy that, He's he's got the ability. There is no doubt in my mind. He's going to turn a pile of heads. What is Joe's plan tonight? Is he out qualifying right now?
5: Um. So, uh, we're actually back at the house today. We're going to watch the Super Bowl and then head to East Bay tomorrow. Um. But uh, I think they're taking the time to get on track time as much as they can. Uh. They they registered the license for the the weekly series. Um. The goal obviously is the asa race Mm -hmm. um so i mean you want to keep the car as fast and in race trim without really rubbing off a fender a lot of these guys are running the whole series so um i think more than anything right now it's just seat time getting on track as much as he can getting comfortable with the car uh he's got paul ginoli and the mccall racing guys there with him, so Um, They're, they're not shy about tweaking and changing and trying, and they're, they're going to dig for speed every time they're on track. So I think, I think it'll show come ASA qualifying. Uh, Joe runs a phenomenal long race. So, I mean, looking at the lap times on, on the internet here, it's, it's tough to gauge how guys are going to do. They're really not doing long runs. A 200 lap race is completely different than a Fifteen lap practice. Oh yeah. So uh I, I they're doing they're doing all the right stuff that they need to do. They've got good speed with the car. They've got a great team with the elite group and uh Paragon and a bunch of the locals from our RAPC program came on board, which is which is amazing. Um and yeah, he's just making the most of an opportunity and it's tough not to want to be on track when the weather's this nice and you're in Florida.
2: Yeah, yeah I hear you I hear you this uh it the weather's exceptional this year, and that's good. It was time for that weather God to come back and uh spread a little bit of love to the race teams uh, weather- Mother nature was pretty tough on the boys last year, so uh it, and, and, and
5: even earlier this month, I was a little worried it was gonna be wet,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so uh, so is it safe to say then Joe's gonna run the race Tuesday and then after Tuesday? He's going to hang out and run some more nights at the World Series, do you think?
5: Uh I'm I'm not entirely sure what what they've got planned. Um again, 200 laps on one of these cars is is a, is a good good amount of laps, so there there will be some needed maintenance if they do decide to do some of the runs after that. Um I mean, they are going to go for 5 flags next month, but we've got a month in between and so uh I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure where they stand. I know they've got the, the team down and, and the cars ready. So I think if it finishes in one piece after Tuesday, there's definitely a possibility he'll get back out on track.
2: Yeah, that, that would be cool. Are you and Wade going to pick up any races on the way home?
5: Uh, I don't know if there's much really on our, on our tour back that we kind of pass because we're going to come back on a Wednesday. Right. So we're not, we're not really uh, running through race days. Um, But yeah, no, we'll, uh, we'll bring the cars back and hopefully not park them in the snow.
2: Yeah. And
5: uh, patiently wait for May to roll around.
2: Chris, we really appreciate the time tonight on race time radio. Genuinely appreciate it. And, uh, Safe travels home. I know we won't get you back on race time radio when you get back up here. And we'll dive a little bit deeper into the program you got going on and uh, we'll get an update. Uh, Safe travels home, buddy. And thanks so much for the time. Yeah,
5: thank you. Really appreciate you having me on.
2: You bet. That's Chris Lawrence. Uh, He had a couple of cars down here. He and Wade Thorne had a lot of fun. Did come home with some results. And man, talk about a cool program that he's got going on. We'll dive more into it when Chris gets back up on this side of the border. But uh, watch for his brother, Joe Lawrence. He's going to be lighting the lamp. Uh, Those people that don't know Joe are going to know Joe by the end of Tuesday. I can guarantee you that. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, Tracy Hoskins is going to join us all live right from New Smyrna Speedway. We'll get you up to date on everything that's taking place at the track. Right up to date. We'll be back. Stay with us. Hi, race fans. I'm Al Baki from the Saskatoon
6: Stock Car Racing Association. You're listening to Race Time Radio.
1: You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM channel 167.
2: Tonight's Racetime Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Harry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Firestarters, the world's best fire starter. So, how's that rebuild going? Have you got that race car ready to go yet? You still looking for parts? Have you called GSR Parts yet? You want to save some money, right? So you can buy the stuff you need throughout the course of the year. GSR Parts carries all the big-name brands, along with some parts that are manufactured right on site. Centrally located in Ontario, you can stop by and pick up the parts you need, or they'll ship them nationwide. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, they even carry parts for road course cars. Give Jerry Baker a shout, 226-583-8001. And keep an eye on GSR Parts Facebook page. Explore the
4: musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel.
1: Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on
4: The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown, with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio.
1: Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials
2: and popular plans. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire starters have fueled the sport on and off the track making lighting your campfire as easy as one two three there's no need for kindling or paper just pop your quick quick fire starter in the pit add your wood and presto you're a pro quick quick fire starters no harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time quick quick fire starters the world's best fire starter
0: even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. If you stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how.
2: Tonight's race time radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and any Nova Scotia. I want
4: my
0: If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now... Back with your host, Joe Chisholm.
2: And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And we're going to go right back to that Zoom line and welcome in. How about our in-race reporter? We've got Tracy Hoskins with us. Tracy, what's going on? How are you doing?
7: I'm good, thank you. How are you guys doing?
2: Doing fantastic. Can't thank you enough. Uh, Once again, not only... For doing this tonight and getting us up to date right from the Speedway, but uh, hey, sending me those photos really helps too to get it out on social media and get everybody up to date. Uh, how are things going so far? You love Speedweeks, don't you?
7: <laughs> Speedweeks holds a, a special place for me. It's, it's definitely it's, it's always busy. Um, we're only on Sunday, and I'm exhausted, but um, things are things are good. Uh, right now super late models are still qualifying so they're what's on in the background. Um right now and then pro late models will start qualifying as soon as they're finished.
2: So uh, how are we looking tonight for supers? Are we got have we got the same car count that we had or I can imagine like I know uh Kyle Steckley is showing up or any of those guys jumping into tonight's race or are they going to attempt to?
7: There's a number of them that actually they came to practice today and they're actually they've qualified so um, Kyle's qualified for tonight's race. Trayton Lapsvich is here. He's qualified. Uh, Cole Butcher, um, he's also here. He was here last night um, just to watch, but um, they brought his car out for qualifying today. And there's a couple other drivers who will compete in the ASA race. Uh, Tuesday um, that are using kind of tonight as a, as a test session for those guys who are already here and their cars are already here and stuff. Yeah, so. little test more, ground. more cars than there was um, two nights ago when we had the super on track, but it's going to be a good race.
2: Oh, it's going to be nuts come Tuesday for the 200. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do it. Like obviously qualifying to get into that race, but we've got so many good race teams from right across North America that are all ascending to new Smyrna speedway. Uh, for this ASA uh tour race, this is going to be nuts. The season opener,
7: season opener. I think there's, I want to say, forty seven or forty eight drivers registered so far, um, which they may exceed exceed that. So my prediction is they'll qualify and then they'll run some a B main for sure to to get their start, starting lineup. And I I want to say that they they qualify in about thirty six cars. So some people will be going home.
2: Oh man and it's got to suck too right you drive, travel all that way the emphasis the whole shot get there one lap no good see ya uh, see you at the next yeah. one hopefully you get in tracy uh flow racing does a great job for us that cannot make it to the speedway but just like most broadcasts they focus in on the front running teams and not always have you got uh the best running up front normally you do but not always there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes or behind that shot. And Tracy, I know you have been a part of the sport for just as long. Well, not as long as me because I'm a lot older than you, but you've been in this sport a long time. You're really good at picking off talent. Have you seen anybody that's made Tracy Hoskins go, hmm, there's one that we got to watch?
7: Um, For sure, I'd say Ty Fredrickson, which is Dan Fredrickson's son. Um, so I know that he's dabbled in a little bit of racing throughout, um, the Midwest. And I know that he came down to Nashville and raced, um, and stuff like that. So he's here this week instead of Dan racing. Um, and he's going to be one to watch out with it. If, if he's anything like his dad, um, he, he can drive. There's no, there's no doubt about it. He can drive. So, um, he's for sure one to watch for in, in the super late models. Um, the pro side, I, I'm slightly biased, but I would say, you know, my driver, George Phillips um he did get wrecked during practice yesterday and that car got stripped down yesterday afternoon and has to go back to Hampty um to get fixed so he's kind of out for the rest of the World Series um may see what we can do closer to the end of the week to finish out maybe a couple more nights to get him some seat time um but he's from the Carolinas and he has some some raw natural talent um at 15 years old and I think that he's going to go far very far into racing if not to nascar
2: yeah very evident from night number one i know i got your text and you said hey watch this kid and uh you were right on the money that 55 car looked incredibly strong and then to get wrecked in practice uh and it was it just i didn't see it obviously uh what happened when he got totaled
7: it was one of those things that two guys had wrecked in front of him another guy kind of turned sideways and instead of holding a spot on the track, um, rolled the track and he had nowhere to go but in. Um so it's it's kind of bent the front clip and stuff like that. So it was more than suspension. So um the Fathead Racing Guys, they tore that car down yesterday, um and it'll go back to Hamkey to to get it fixed and stuff like that, get put back together. Um so I know they have another car at the shop that they'll put together so that he can continue to race his schedule. He'll go to Montgomery uh next month for sure with that. Um But it's just unfortunate, you know, being caught up in somebody else's deal, especially on practice on first day. And I know for him, you know, at 15 years old, he was he was really excited. He was excited. You know, they came down last weekend and raced the red eye, led over half the race, got spun while leading, worked his way back from the back to the front um, and finished third in that race. So. The kid is eager. He has a lot of a lot of talent, like I said, and uh, I'm excited to see where he goes this year.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll never forget. Uh, well, it was a, a few years ago now. You were down for Speed Weeks. I was stuck on this side of the border, and uh, we were back and forth. And you said, "Joe, keep your eye on this young new driver," and it was Jake Garcia. Uh, and man, you were right on the money then, as you are each time. Uh, you, you seem to be able to pick out that talent. You've been with Augie Grill forever down there. When Augie comes in, he'll either bring his modified, his super light model, uh, pro light. It doesn't seem to matter. But this year, no Augie. I was really shocked that we didn't see Augie there this year.
7: Yeah, it's just hard. I mean, so the modified comes out of Texas with John Heil and BMF chassis over there. And, I mean, they're kind of swamped with work right now, so um the 112 that was raced at the derby actually got sold as is straight from the derby um so uh tyler Schofield owns that car down in central florida now um so they only have one house car now um and so you know it's hard to take a whole week and a half off of work by the time you know you leave the shop get here to park the rigs and and take all that time off and um you know as as Augie's a kind of a one-man guy at the shop so he needs to be there to build the car so to take you know, a week, like I said, a week and a half off to, to come down here and run it. It's hard. Um, not that he doesn't want to, and I know that he's been here before and I'm sure that he would love the opportunity, but, um, the backlog of work that sometimes attributes that when you come down here, you know, not everybody has the big teams that can come down here and, you know, you have 20 people that come down here with you and a couple cars and stuff like that. And, um, you know, still guys back at the shop working and different things like that. So it's just a challenge. Um, but I know that he's he's planning to race. The Montgomery and Alabama racing kind of kicks off in March um, with the Alabama 200, and then they go out to the Rattler um, at South Alabama Speedway, and about middle of middle of March there. So things will kick off down there for those guys and more of the southern states. Um, but yeah, so not here this year, unfortunately.
2: <laughs> but you'll be at the other ones too. I can almost <laughs> guarantee it. When there's a race and it's a big race, Tracy Hoskin, not too far away. Uh, usually right at the racetrack. That's kind of cool deal. Uh, so what do we got? We got the 200 coming up. Uh, we've got the Richie Evans Memorial coming. We got some 100s. Uh, what was your impression last night of the 200 that we seen in the modifieds? They're just incredible, aren't they?
7: They loud. <laughs> they they fired up their cars in the front stretch, and and our trailers were parked at the back stretch. And uh, they came around and every single one of our guys went right to the radio box and, and grabbed headsets, myself included, because they are loud. Um, but it's quite an operation when those guys come in and the professionalism that they have. Um, and then the show that they put on was it was great racing, um, a lot of action, a lot of good racing. Um, definitely a good show. Sold out the crowd um, here. All the reserve seatings were sold out. The at, place was packed last night. Um, so very happy to see. Um, I'm slightly biased because my best friend run the sportsman race a little later on after that. So, um, I have some ties into personal ties down here while I'm here. So, but last night's racing was great.
2: Yeah. Cody won last night, right? I seen you with a a, a picture, you and Cody, uh, in victory lane. That's kind of cool. She did a great job in that seven car.
7: Yeah, she's, she's fantastic. So Cody's out of uh, Pensacola, um, been one of my best friends for years and, you know, she didn't really have the car that she was happy with the night before uh came home with fifth and then last night you know got in an incident coming at a two on the first lap uh, had to start from the back came to the front so she's really proud of her and the efforts that her guys put in again it's a small town small small guy team um just local guys not a lot of money behind them and and she puts the work in she's fantastic
2: yeah gets the results and that's what you all want uh each and every time with that race car, and. Uh, that that's that's what everybody strives for we got a big season coming up this side of the border do you plan on touring around much when you get back up here or what uh
7: as much as i can um i i head over to sunset quite a bit just because that's close to home for me um and and supporting them and i know what they're trying to develop and, and build over at sunset is is big and i think that you'll see that they are the racetrack to be at this summer what they're doing in terms of, you know, listening to the drivers, figuring out what they want, their schedule where, you know, they're not late models aren't racing every weekend. So you do have a a night off to, you know, go wherever you want to go with your family and different things like that. And uh, with their rule package and just different things that they're doing around the speedway and, you know, lap sponsors and, you know, their junior late model series that they're, they're building for those kids and stuff like that. And big events for, all across the board. So whether you're in a bone stock or, you know, a super stock or a junior late model or late model, um, there's a big race over at sunset for them this year. So um, I do spend a lot of time there. I still would like to, you know, travel a bit with this, with the APC series, United late model series now just to see and, and keep up to date with those guys. Um, Cause we have a lot of great drivers still in that series racing across, whether that's the hot rods or um, the modified or late models or super stocks. you know, we have some good racing across Ontario still. So, Gonna try to make it as much as I can, um, schedule pending.
2: Yeah. Hey, we gotta get you to the IWK 250. Your eyes would fly right out of your head if you seen that, baby. And, uh, Tracy, it would fit you like a glove. You gotta come and do the IWK with us. That would be a hoot and you'd absolutely love it. But, uh, this has been great catching up with you tonight. Final question for you. Give us some predictions. Yes. Who are you gonna take in the 200 come Tuesday night?
7: Well, I, <laughs> I'm i slightly biased a little bit um, because I work for Jet Motorsports and Fathead Racing. So I have drivers in both with Jeff Schuchette, uh Anthony Sergi with the Jet guys. And then we have uh, a young kid out of Colorado, Jonathan Nee, in our Fathead Racing. So I know that all three of those cars will be fast. Um, I know that the Wilson cars are also going to be fast. Gio actually qualified on the pole here um and i know that you know wallace will be really good bubba he's been he's been here working on his stuff and he's always a fan favorite to win so uh it's it's tough to say i think that it's it's gonna be a good good race that's for sure you don't want to miss it oh
2: you chicken you won't even take a single (laughs) car
7: I think I'll get in trouble if I take a single car.
2: <laughs> <So> <laughs> I hear you. I think
7: I'll just take take the group with them. <laughs>
2: take the whole shot. You want to believe it. Tracy, can't thank you enough for the time. You enjoy yourself at Speed Weeks, and uh, I, I look you. forward to seeing you again up here. Susie and I will find you at one of these tracks. <laughs>
7: Sounds great. Thanks for having me on, guys.
2: You want to believe it. Tracy Hoskins, I can always depend on Tracy to get us the information. Uh, we've known each other for a long time, and... I'll tell you what, that girl knows a ton about this sport. Uh, she is an asset to whatever team can get their hands on her uh, to get them involved uh, with their race team. But a uh, couple last things I want to remind you of. Daytona is coming up, of course, uh, in the Arkham Menard Series. Watch for Amber Balkan; She is going to be our lone Canadian in that race. Uh, don't forget about when it's time for the tracks to roll around. Jason White is going to be in that race, along with uh, Stuart Friesen. We uh, definitely want to uh, wish our Canadian contingent lots, lots of uh, luck and uh, safety for those guys uh, participating in the race. Uh, Tuesday, watch this. We got Cole Butcher. We got Kyle Stackley. We got Joe Lawrence. We got uh, Trayton Lapsovich. And the list goes on. Uh, Corey, uh, there's so many good teams. We got so many good teams. Nicholas Noggle. How about Nick? Uh, he's going to have a good Speed Weeks. It's all live on Flow Racing. If you can't be at the Speedway, pick up a subscription to Flow Racing and watch and enjoy uh, the 58th annual World Series of Asphalt Stocker Racing at New Smyrna Speedway. That is going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. I wanted to let you know when we're back February the 25th, because we won't be on the air next Sunday, when we come back February 25th, Trevor Siebert is going to join us. Big, big news with RS1 Cup Series Racing out in BC. They're going to take that series, and they're going to run at Sonoma. Laguna Sega. Uh, There is a big, big rollout coming. Uh, It is touched on Facebook. You can check it out. But the details, we'll go over all of them with Trevor Siebert when we come back on the air. And that'll be on February the 25th. Uh, But enjoy Speed Weeks. It's just firing up Tuesday, the big ASA show. Uh, It's going to be off the hook. Watch for Cole Butcher. Uh, He just about won the series last year, won a number of races. Let's see if he can win his first time around at New Smyrna Speedway, the half mile. Uh, Still lots of Modifieds to come. Got to wish the best for Norm Newman. He's going to be our lone Canadian in the Modifieds. Uh, He is there. He's having trouble tonight. Otherwise, he would have been with us. But uh, hopefully he gets everything sorted out and he can take all that experience he gained last year and put it to good use this year in the World Series. But uh, uh, just uh, Corey Luciano, the 94 car, he's also down there. So many good competitors. Got to thank Canadian Motorsports Photography, along with um, uh, Tracy Hoskins, and how about Donald Reinhardt? Those, everybody, giving us the photos so that we can keep you all up to date. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Here at Race Time Radio. Got to thank Sue, our producer. And got to thank absolutely all of you for tuning in to Race Time each and every week. We appreciate it. We're off next week to watch the Daytona 500 along with absolutely all of you. Uh, and then we're back with you February 25th and then every week after that. But that does it for us. Have a good one, everybody. Be safe. Flow Racing is your next stop. Tonight's racing starts at 730 you don't want to miss it. Have a good one, everybody. Be safe.
0: Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio.
1: Come on now, dig, dig, dig.
0: Exclusively on your home for the hardcore
4: race fan. Excellent, buddy, Excellent.